You're listening to the Succulent FAQ Podcast. Here's your host, Cassidy. Hey, everyone. You're listening to episode 15 of the Succulent FAQ Podcast. In today's episode, I talk about whether you can grow succulents outdoors in the winter. This episode is brought to you by Semper Vivum Arachnoidium Sebanese. It's a webbed rosette that does really well in cold climates, even buried under snow. You can learn more about it by visiting thesucculentfaq.com slash seb, or C-E-B. Also, to get the notes, links, and resources mentioned in this episode, please visit thesucculentfaq.com slash episode 15. And now for today's question. Our question today comes from Adrian. I live in Pennsylvania and it gets very cold and snowy. Can I leave my succulents outside all winter? Adrian, I love this question. If you visit the notes for this episode at thesucculentfaq.com slash episode 15, you'll see that Adrian submitted a photo along with her question. And, awesomely enough, the succulents in her photo are cold hardy varieties. Most of the succulents in her photo are Semper Vivums, and there's a few cold hardy sedums mixed in too. These cold hardy beauties are really overlooked in the world of succulents. A lot of people don't realize they exist or that there are so many of them. Semper Vivums, Sedums, and their cold hardy Apuntia cousins are all great options for maintaining a gorgeous succulent garden outdoors year-round, even if your climate gets below freezing. My succulent adventures began when I was living in Utah. Like many others out there, I didn't realize cold hardy succulents existed. I grew succulents indoors on my windowsill for most of the year, only bringing them out during the summer months when it was warm enough for them to survive. Fortunately, I was introduced to mountain crest gardens, and my succulent garden was dramatically changed and improved. Mountain Crest Gardens is the largest supplier, to my knowledge, of cold-hardy succulent varieties. Their nursery is actually in a mountain valley in Northern California, and they get snow throughout the winter. They have the most beautiful collection of cold-hardy succulents you'll see. You can shop their cold-hardy succulent collection by visiting thesucculentfaq.com slash hardy. The great thing about these Semper Vivums, Sedums, and Apuntia or prickly pear cactus, is they can also live in more temperate climates as well. While I was in Utah, I planted a lot of Semper Vivums and Sedums in the ground for my parents who still live in Utah. But I also have several large pots full of Semper Vivums and Sedums that have made the trek and are now growing here in Arizona. I also plan to add some of these cold hardy Apuntia to my collection here. If you're not familiar with what these succulents look like, Semper Vivums form perfect rosettes and are much tougher than other rosette succulents, such as Echeverias. There are also some really stunning color combinations, everything from pinks and reds and purples to greens, yellows, and blues. You really get the whole rainbow. The cold-hardy sedums form more of a ground cover, but they also come in a variety of shapes and textures and colors. They look great paired with Semper Vivums, and you'll find that some of them will even create a nice trailing effect over the edge of your succulent pots. The cold-hardy Apuntia have really caught my attention. A couple years ago, I was able to go down to Waterwise Botanical Gardens in Escondido, California, when they launched this line of cold-hardy Apuntias. 
While they may seem like normal prickly pear cactus on the outside, in the spring, they produce the most beautiful flowers that you'll ever see on succulents. One of my absolute favorites was Apuntia pinacolata, which has a flower that actually changes colors. One day it's an orangey peach color, and the next day it's yellow with pink and orange stripes in the middle. The awesome thing is that Mountain Crest Gardens and Waterwise Botanicals have partnered up to offer these cold-hardy Apuntia on Mountain Crest's website. You can see all of the varieties available at thesucculentfaq.com slash hardy. So, all of you in areas with four seasons, be sure to consider these amazing succulents. I think you'll find it's extremely rewarding to be able to see some color and life in the middle of winter. And there's nothing quite like seeing those Apuntias bloom at the beginning of spring. It's so fun to see how these tough plants come back with beautiful, bright colors, even after being under inches or feet of snow over the winter. Succulents never cease to amaze me. Now, it just so happens that the succulents Adrian sent a photo of were all cold-hardy varieties. As I've alluded to already, not all succulents will survive freezing temperatures, and some won't even tolerate more than two to three nights with a frost. Most of the more common succulent varieties that you've likely heard of or seen fall into this tender or soft category. In the case of succulents such as Echeverias, Aeoniums, Haworthias, and most aloes, along with a lot of other succulents, you won't be able to keep them outside during a winter with snow and ice. If you're not sure what you can grow where you live, start by learning about your growing zone. I'll provide a link to the notes for this episode where you can find out what growing zone you're in. If you're in a zone 9 or above, you should be able to grow most succulents outdoors year-round. But if you're in a zone 8 or below, you'll likely need to bring in tender succulents inside for the winter. Zones 7 and 8 can sometimes get away using frost blankets, but really, to protect your succulents, they'll need to be brought indoors or out of the freezing temperatures. But no matter what growing zones you're in, Sempervivums, along with some sedums and apuntias, will do really well for you all year outdoors. In my course, Successfully Growing Succulents, I provide a list of over 50 easy-to-find succulent varieties and give you details about their growing needs. This is great if you're trying to figure out what succulents will grow in a four-season climate, or even if you're just trying to find succulents that can tolerate more or less water than normal. This guide for choosing succulents is a great resource to help ensure you're growing succulents that work for you and your environment and care style. Plus, in the course, I also teach you exactly how to keep your succulents alive and looking their best. Learn more about the course by visiting thesucculentfaq.com course. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Succulent FAQ podcast. You can find more information as well as links that I mentioned in this episode by visiting thesucculentfaq.com slash episode 15. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to leave a rating or review and share it with a friend. And I'll see you in the next episode.